Listener Production. This podcast is being recorded on Gadigal land. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this country and elders past, present. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. Hello, everybody. Wow. Listen to how calm and chill I am. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I quit my job last week, so... (laughs) One job out of fucking One job. One job. I quit my job. So, um, just thought we'd start off talking about it because, I mean, I thought there'd be, like, a lot of negative press coverage because usually there is. And there was only really... I only saw, like, really one comment of people being like, I bet she got fired. Um, And and I was like, I have a desk still, okay? So for those of you listening, you may not know this, but the podcast is under the same network as the radio station. Oh, I quit radio, by the way. If anyone overseas is or hasn't seen it yet, I quit radio. So it was like a night show, yeah, that would go through. It was like a... Yeah, it was like a little night show. And it, it, would go- <laughs> it was, a, it was, it's like a national, it's like the largest network in, in Australia. Yeah. Just for those that don't know. It was a national night show, 7 till 9 p.m. It was called Hot Nights at the Abbey. <laughs> it was called Hot Nights at the Abbey. It's like a montage. Um, and it was really fun. You know, I, I, I enjoyed doing radio, but it was just so. So many hours, which you don't realise, okay? You think people on radio just rock up and get in there half an hour before and you think that they're only there for the two hours a day they're on air. Wrong! (laughs) Wrong! (laughs) There's so much stuff that you have to do. And I know it sounds like I'm complaining, but also people do just radio as their only job, okay? As their only full-time job. I was doing it as just as something else to do during the day. Like it was like an additional thing that I would sometimes sometimes forget that I had to do. And I'd be like, oh shit, I have to go on air tonight. Like it was very exhausting. There are many reasons why I quit. And a huge one was that like, I just felt like my life was being drained of content, like every single thing. And Denya, Grant Denya told me this, sorry, I'm calling him by his nickname. Um, Grant Denya in the jungle was talking about radio and everyone that's like done radio and then is left or, you know, quit they are all like the biggest thing is when you leave you realize how every single thing in your life was used for content and that's not a healthy way to live so my life was being drained of content and I would find myself doing things for content and hoping that things would go wrong so that I would have something to talk about because I had oh, no. I had about what 12 hours a week to fill of just content about my life. Then Jimmy and Nath came along and I love those boys so fucking much. That made my life joyous because I had one third of the content to do. But you know what? Then I had two months off and I was like, wow, um, A, I feel like I can do the podcast better. And the podcast is where I started my like media career. You know, like I started it on in lockdown uh, by myself, editing it myself. I bought myself little road mics, like, it's different. It's different when it's like your podcast and you can do whatever you want versus like commercial radio and like it being really fun and really silly. But it's like, it felt like, I don't know, like what content goes where. So I was really exhausted um, all the time and I was meant to go back last week and then I decided like <laughs> day off to quit. But radio was just, it was honestly like also, and I know this sounds so whingy, but People like who don't actually know me and don't know my life are going to think that I'm being like a whingy influencer. But like I literally 
have been like I had, I know you've heard this a million times, but I had three jobs in grade twelve. Like I have been working my fucking ass off since I was 13 years and nine months when you could apply to work at Macca's. I walked there and applied. I've been working so much for so long and I worked hospo and honestly doing night radio felt like hospo because you don't get nights off. You don't get to see your friends. You get, like, I get to see Jimmy and Nath. Love them. But like, you know, like and finishing at nine, if I finish at eight, you can have dinner at 8.30 or something in the city. Finishing at 9, you get home at 9.30, you get to bed at like midnight and you have adrenaline because even though you're not like, even though it's your job, you still are like you're, you're forcing adrenaline into your system to perform on air for two hours. It's not that you have adrenaline from like fear or excitement after, you know, doing it for a year and a bit. It's more just that you have to be like, you have to pump yourself up and you have to have like sugary shit and you have to like be like yeah. as entertaining and like crazy as possible. And then you go home and you're like, okay, I'm still like hyped up. Like it's like finishing. Oh. It's like if you finish work at 5 p.m. and you have to go to bed at 7 p.m. Breakfast radio can be hard as well because oh, yeah. you go out and then like I'd be almost like falling asleep at 7 p.m. Mm. But then yeah. I realized it was more to do with I was drinking too much. <laughs> yeah, look, you're like, you're like only after a bottle of tequila was I falling asleep. It was so <laughs> crazy. Um, but, but you know what? It's good to get to a point where you just go, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to just improve areas of my life. Yeah, you know? and, and like it wasn't anything horrible. It was just like, because all my fucking stories, I'd tell them on air about things that happened to me during the day that I wouldn't tell my friends. I wouldn't tell people that I was dating because I would just like have already told the story on air. Yeah. And like we're like... 13, 10, 60. Like, when did you shit yourself in public? You know what I mean? Um, so, <laughs> like, which is, like, the show was so fun. Was that actually like, one of them? Nah, was but that, it would be. If I, if I pitched it to Jimmy, he'd take it. Um, <laughs> take anything that I pitched to him. But, like, and the, it was, and the sad thing is, like, it was really fun. Like, I was watching videos of me and the boys the other day and, like, being like, oh, they're so funny. But, um, and when I had my last show there, I was like, oh, this is actually really fun. But then I went home and I forgot about it and didn't care anymore. There was a period of time where... I literally, there wasn't anything I listened to that wasn't related to radio. Nothing I read that wasn't related to radio. Nothing that, that I, no podcasts, no albums, nothing. Like I had rules, fucking album on repeat. Because uh, I don't want to be the dickhead that asks people shit questions. So like I would try and be really prepared for things. So I'd like watch the movie or I would like mm-hmm. read the book and listen to the thing. And when it's like, as well as doing the podcast and doing Australian Made where I wanted to listen to their full album, I, which sometimes I didn't do, sorry to those people, um, because I was so stressed, but like my whole life was consumed by prepping for radio. So even albums that I loved, I started to resent because I was like, I'm analyzing these lyrics way too much to try and think of like an interesting artsy question. But like, (laughs) I I just think must be nice as a banger rule, to be honest. Um, So first weekend without radio. (laughs) What did you get up to? Not much. (laughs) <laughs> just went to dinner and stuff, just normal, went to dinner. Um, yeah. How long did it take until you ju- you got itchy feet? Or are you still in this place of zen? Babe, the feet zen. have chamomile on them. They're not itchy. <laughs> They're fucking soothed. <laughs> they are. I am, I am so joyous because I've, like, socialised my friends and, like, slept in on Sunday. And usually, I, usually my weekends, I'm like, let's get up and fucking walk for four hours and, like, do all this shit. Because I know, because I'm like, I need to make the most of my of my weekend days because I, I, you know, I won't have time to like clean the house or do anything else. Even this morning, I got up a bit earlier because now I can get up at a normal time. You get up at eight o'clock, but now I can get up like six and I can like, I know, and I can get up and I can like, I cleaned the house before I left my house, 
was usually I'm like not doing that. My brain doesn't have the capacity because I have radio tonight and I, and I can't think about anything else and I have to just think about all day about radio and I and I, I know that I won't have tonight off to relax. But now that I'm like, yeah, I'll be hanging out tonight. I can go to bed whenever the fuck I want. It's going to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. And maybe prioritize like friendships and family a bit more because I really am like it's so crazy now because I can go and do whatever I want. I can like – I said to Lynn before, like, maybe i go to Europe in a couple of weeks. I don't really know. Because <laughs> like, also – oh, because also with radio you get school holidays off, which is heaps, right? But like not joyous for me. Joyous for all the parents and radio hosts. Not joyous for me. <laughs> Because then every fucking holiday that I go on costs so much more because in fucking school holidays oh. and there are children everywhere, not yeah. to be a cunt, but like. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm totally with you. You know what I mean? That. I don't want to go to a holiday with kids in it. It's fuck like that. going to bar in it during school and you're like, fuck, I forgot. Like yeah. it's, it's that. <laughs> but everywhere you go. Mommy. <laughs> the kids are screaming. Yeah, but the kids are screaming and pissing in pools and stuff. And you're like. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I just feel like I, I went to my night. I just want to, long story short, I just wanted to have nights off again. Nights really killed me. And now I will socialize. And on the, like, I just have so much more time and like mental energy and already, like, I'm in a better mood. Like, I'm just so much more joyous. And all the little things that I have to do during the day, I'm not like angry at them because I'm not like, oh, I don't get my nights off. I'm like, does that uh, make sense? How, how are you going to make this sustainable? Is my question to you. How are you going to, in future, if something comes up, decide whether it's going to drain you or not? Well, I think it was the the nature of radio is that it's in perpetuity. Okay. Like it's until you die. Like it's like, yeah. <laughs> like it's like, <laughs> okay. do you know what I mean? It's like, I also was like, why am I like, why am I working nine to five hours when my career is set up in a way, like one of the big privileges of my career is that I, is that I don't have a nine to five mm. vibe. Like I can, I can go and film and then. Stop. So I'm just going to make sure that I like, that I don't take on too much, I guess, but I really don't think that there is an ability for there to be too much when it's not every day. I don't know. It was yeah, just yeah, like, I get what you mean totally. Like we could do five, we could do, the thing is, okay, example, we could do, if we if we had three more podcast ideas, we could come in and do a podcast every day and because they're different and because I have a chance to randomly go CBF today, then it's okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's it the was, commitment, the commitment yeah. level of like every day and showing up every day in the same, yeah, capacity. And I'm a commitment phobe, so it's, like, not yeah. great for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. joyous vibes. I'm really happy. I think quitting jobs is so much fun. Um, everyone, <laughs> it's actually been really nice. I feel like everyone's perception of um, quitting jobs has kind of changed. I feel like five years ago, if I quit a job, I'd be like, you're okay. But everyone's been like, congratulations on quitting. Yeah, well done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Happy for you. But you know what else is really fun about quitting is that I watched the Matildas game last week. Oh, I know. Oh, so you're into is this a th- this is a new thing? Well, isn't it? here's you're the thing, sport. Matildas. Let's talk about the Matildas for a bit because I feel or I'm like okay, so I'm from Queensland, um, so therefore I've been to my fair share of Origin games. Okay. Love NRL. Really? Um, you don't? I don't see you as a sport girl. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty multifaceted. Oh, uh, who's no. the captain? Who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> no, see, I loved it. <laughs> oh, no, because I know all the old ones, like Jonathan Thurston. What's that? Who's that hot one? Um, <laughs> Jonathan Thurston, Billy Slater. Who else was there? Carmichael Hunt. So, like, loved NRL, but then, like, kind of gave up because moved away from Queensland and realised it wasn't normal. Mm. Um, and also, like, don't really love, like, loved it because it was such, it's such a Queensland thing to, like, love NRL, like, and to go to a game and, like, or watch, have, like, we'd have, like, origin watching parties in my house. 
I've been like front row for an Origin game. Like this is the first I know about this. I isn't have no that idea. so random of yeah, me, it's guys? It is I'm random. Still not, What's I'm fucking still not going on? It. I played touch like all throughout school and was like always in the A's. Like I love touch football so much. See, anyone got a social team? Let me know. I'll join. Um, I actually love <laughs> you. Got your nights. You can do I it. I'll do my. Genuinely, I'm like Kath and I. Are like, should we start a, uh, a AFL team or like a or like a <laughs> like a racket or something? Like, I know. Like, what should we do? Like, um, but genuinely, any touch teams that want someone, I was a centre. Um, but so, <laughs> I know, guys. Me being sporty is so random. Yeah. Um, but obviously, went off it because I'm not going to lie. I find. I find it really gross, like like the men's sports. Like I think that okay. I was like, it's like whenever you watch it, you're like, Ugh, it's such like a gross display of toxic masculinity, violent bullshit. And it also just reminds me of how domestic violence rates go up during finals and how it's just like a reason to get pissed and and just for men to be gross and they yell in pubs and they all and then the betting and the gambling and the yuck and the gross, right? So then I'm like, ew, association is gross. I will still watch Origin. If I if I get tickets to a game, I will go. AFL a bit is a bit less like that. I would go to an AFL game. Um it is fun. Like I don't hate it, but like I'm like I'm not really like into it. Is it because like NRL is a bit more contact than AFL? Like what is the reason of the difference? Or is it just the cultural things that's developed over time that people are? I think that like the people who watch AFL yeah. are just a bit less aggressive. Queensland. Oh, okay. <laughs> so like, like I used to like, like NRL is like a, uh, okay. I can say this because I'm from Queensland and also because I love, I like NRL. I like NRL better to watch because I grew up on it. It's a bit more bogan. Okay. And like bogan in like non-derogatory, but like it's a bit more like rough. It's a bit rougher. Yeah, okay. The okay. people who watch it. Yeah. Like I used to work at the pub, this pub called the Caxton. Okay. It's next the door. The The Caco. Oh, the Caco was it. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, my friend's dad owned it. So we'd go and work for like $25 an hour, which was so much money That's when I was 19, fair. and open and do the can bar on Origin Nights. Yeah. And the people there, geez, Shuey's left, right, and center, like just, just like, just like rough, and like people have fights, and it was just like NRL is just like a fighting sport. Yeah, I feel like AFL, it's a bit less like that because like the Melbournians seem to mm. be a bit <laughs> in our NRL when people start to punch on people. You're like, biff, 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 biff. Like, it's like you really want people to. I love it. This is educational for me right now as an un-Australian. Yeah, it might be different now, but like when I was younger, that's kind of what the vibe was. Um, <laughs> I just love that you, so, you're talking about so much sport. I don't like, this is, <laughs> I know. Who are you? I, don't, I thought so, I knew you. I know, babe. I know. <laughs> I'm showing the different parts of myself. Between AFL football and bloody rugby union or whatever it is. No, league. Union. <laughs> Sorry. And, and like I don't union, know. like we used to watch the boys at school play union every week. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like a, you know, didn't mind football. Maybe this shit used to get channeled on radio and we didn't know about it. Was <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe. No, actually, guys. Yeah, maybe I, I, I held it back, but now I can. You get all my content, <laughs> yeah. including, my, including my footy commentary. Um, but, but you but watched Matilda. So I watched Matilda's because because um, Kath called me homophobic because I didn't want to watch it <laughs> because my association. It's the gayest team in the world, isn't it? It's, it's the gayest so team beautiful. in the world, and I love it. And it wasn't that I didn't want to support the girly pops. Yeah, it was that I just don't like. I was. I don't enjoy watching sport, and I was like, Kath, I've got a bit on. Like yeah. I was like, I'm not going to sit because Kath called me homophobic because they went to the, they went to the game. Without me, they didn't uh, say. They didn't say I've got tickets. Come and I said no. Yeah. They said I'm going to the game tonight. You have to watch it on TV. And I yeah. said, why? And they were like, because you're homophobic if you don't. And I was like, I don't want to watch it by myself on TV. This is not the semi final. This is like yeah. during the like general like 
tournament, whatever the fuck. And I was like, I don't care about soccer. I never watched soccer. Um, I love that you are, but you're going to the game. So you have a reason to be excited about this. What? Sit at home there, like, you have to watch it. And I was like, fuck off. Then obviously the Matildas kept slaying. Yeah. And it was, it was so exciting to see women in sport on the side of buses. And mm. it was so exciting. All the ads right now are all women in sport. Even um, I was in Chemist Warehouse the other day and I saw like a woman in a blues jersey, like an NRL again, uh, as like, I don't know what the fuck she was advertising, but like, you know, the little cardboard cutouts that usually sell to Goodrum in different brands. <laughs> it's always Delta in Chemist Warehouse. Um, it was like a, a female sports person. Yeah. And I was like, this is so, this is like we're living in like the upside down. Like it was, it was so nice. So encouraging. And I think that a huge reason why, then, then we watched, we had a watching party in my friend's place. I didn't end up hosting it, but we had a watching party at my friend's house and all of us had never watched soccer before or really games. We were all bringing all of our different um, rumors we'd heard about soccer. We were like, I heard that in soccer because <laughs> we've never watched it. <laughs> and after it, we we're like, that was actually really fun and didn't feel threatening. And I feel like maybe... Um, the the girls, gays, and the days felt for once what it's like to be the majority. Yeah, mm. in something. Yeah, and like going to the pub, I wasn't scared to go to the pub because usually I wouldn't go to the pub on a on a footy night because you get scared of violence or like men yelling and like mm. ew. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, I was like, we didn't end up going to the pub, but I was like, I'm fine to go to the pub to watch this because if many, this is our thing. Yeah. Yeah. And this is yeah. our thing. It's not their thing. Get fucked. This is like, this is like, this is women. I, yeah. I, I just think I grew up watching and playing soccer since I was like fucking six years old. Like it's oh very, very in Jordan. It's, a, it's mm. the main sport. I think around the world, it's way more it like popular than it is here, mm. I think. Mm. But do people call it soccer here or football? Because I get fucking confused. Soccer. soccer. But people what? do call it football. But I feel like football usually is AFL. Why do you think the rest of, like, why do you think a lot of men in particular started really liking the Matildas? And why did it mm. become so interesting? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Because literally these are the, probably the exact same people that last year would be saying women's sport is fucking shit. They aren't even that fucking impressive. Yeah. Fucking they don't deserve to get the money. They don't get the same sponsorships. They don't get the same fucking thing. And suddenly they're all obsessed with it. Mm. And like you see, like, I don't know, you see all these men at the pub getting away. I guess it's a reason to yell at a TV screen. But I feel like, I don't know why, but it's, I think honestly a huge part of it is the fact that there was funding put in to advertising the Matildas and therefore people thought about watching it. And then when they kept winning, everyone was like, oh, fuck, like we, we, we need to get behind them. It just proves what women and women in sport particularly knew the whole time. Like when he, he yes, said on the Amy project says, once. Yes, Amy's like a full on sports gal. So she says, okay, yes. That's why are we, a, should we do a team? Us three? <laughs> I mean, Oscar, you can be I the love, I knew, I knew, Yeah, I'll just be the referee. Let's yeah, be, be the referee. I'd be I'll, your asses. Like, but, I'll, I'll yeah. get the oranges at halftime. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but and the argument has always been that no one watches women's sport. They don't get as they don't sell as many jerseys. They don't sell as much merch. They don't sell as, as many tickets. No one cares. They aren't as good. They aren't um, as impressive. All the fucking excuses in the world. And the Matildas have shown that it isn't about women not being good enough, it's about there not being enough funding, enough advertising, enough of a push for women's sports. So it's been this like cycle of people not 
it is a fact. Not as many people in the past have watched women's sport because there hasn't been enough advertising and enough push to watch women's sport. There hasn't been enough funding into women's sport. There haven't been enough. These women and then Tildas, a lot of them have part-time jobs still. They like they they wow. they, they don't have a full-time uh, payment. So they're doing this as like a side thing. Wow. When it should be when men get paid full time. So therefore there isn't enough funding into women's sport and therefore people aren't even aware when games are, where games are, what the fucking team is even called and no one watches women's sport and therefore it gives the people who are criticizing women's sport more ammo to say, well, no one's watching it. So therefore we won't put any funding into it and we won't put any funding into it, therefore no one watches it. You know what I mean? It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. 100%. Of this cycle of... And now the Matildas, it's so exciting. I don't give a fuck about soccer. I'm not going to lie. But <laughs> there it goes. Like yeah. any gender. But, but I will watch the Matildas because Slade. And I was like, my friends and I were like, should we go to like an AFLW game? Yeah. Like, should we go? And like, like, this was actually really fun. I think women got to enjoy non-cis fucking hetero men got to enjoy sport for the first time ever the, where it was a big national movement where we were like, oh my God, women are being championed. And also we can all enjoy it in a safe environment mm. where, yeah, it is, it is about us for fucking once. <laughs> Opposite of the handmaid's tale, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think that it was so, it was just so exciting to see. It's like the cycle's been broken now. They got the most views out of any TV program in the country ever um, since 2001 when Kathy Freeman won the gold at the Olympics. Whoa. It was 11.15 million people watched it. And there would have been more because pub TV screens and people watching it on. I think Optus, or that was on Channel 7, then also Optus had their own. That's true, actually. Thing. Yeah, it is. People the, doing watching parties. Yeah, it's the, it, so it the game drew 11.15 million viewers, mm -hmm. especially the one with um, the Matildas in, the, in England. Yeah. That was the highest watched. Wow, I had no idea. So the semifinal was the highest watched program ever on Australian television. Wow. So now this completely proves that women in sport aren't quote unquote boring to watch. It's not, they aren't as good. They can't move as quickly. Like this same absolute bullshit that is factually incorrect, sexist, and also kind of irrelevant. Like even if like, fuck me, men that are like, well, they can't run as fast. Who gives? It's still fucking entertaining. Even if they aren't running as fast, which they are motherfucker. There was a woman on the um, English team that kicked, that kicked the little round thing at the ball. <laughs> she kicks the ball. <laughs> And it was going 110 kilometers an hour, the ball. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Which, which I think was like they were the highest recorded something. Like there was some, like records are being broken left, right, and center by these fucking women. Mm. Incredible. And Sam Kerr, people are saying, is the best soccer player in the world right now. And she's a gay woman of color from Australia, which doesn't have a fostered soccer, you know, yeah. environment really. So I think it's incredible that the Matildas have broken and having the World Cup here has completely broken the the cycle. And I just hope now that people can I mean look, I will go to AFLW games. Okay. Who who are you gonna vote uh, vote for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who, are for? Who, are you, who are you gonna go for? Like what who's your yeah. AFLW team? Um well I know the Richmond song. When we're behind, then never mind. We'll fight and fight and win our way from Tigerland. <laughs> the tigers, yellow and black. I only that from Kath and Kim. <laughs> but I won't go for Richmond. I mean, I might go for the Brisbane Lions because I'm obviously from Brisbane. They're also, I don't know, maybe I'll go for Sydney because I feel like Sydney often wins. So I'll, I'll see, you know what? 
I'll go to a few games and I'll see which of which of the teams really sparkle to me. Okay. Um, but I feel like, yeah, I, I, it's it's really incredible to have women in sport being held up like the heroes of our nation, and it's also brought together. Like this is so wanky, but women finally feel included. I yeah, think. yeah. And and have you noticed how many kids were at the match as well? Like it's the first time I see kids genuinely interested in like Right. Like as young as eight and like being at the stadium because they felt safe. That's exactly what yes. you, you said as well. There's so it's many very kids. Family. Feels safe. Yeah. It's not like fueled by testosterone and Neanderthals. It's like <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like People are there and also people, it's a lot of, a lot of queer people. Like it's so yeah. important. Can the um, boys. That's what they, that's what they do. That's, that's, that's what quite, they do. Yeah. 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 Um, but so, uh, us, yeah. 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 Mm. But I, it, it, it is really exciting and it's, I, I really hope momentum stays. So even if I don't care about AFL, I might go to a few games or I'll put it on in the background. Um, uh, like I think, I think it's something we should fucking try and get behind and keep momentum because I think women in sport, I mean, it was incredible to watch these games. Like, yeah. I didn't know what the fuck was going on, but I knew ball and net equal, equals good or <laughs> really good or really bad yeah. for us. Yeah. It was just it was just so exciting. And watching sport is actually fun, question mark. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> wow. I kind of understood men a bit more. Okay. Because I give understand? them a lot of shit for watching sport. I go, grow up. Yeah. watching sport, but now I'm like, no. But also what we were part of was like a revolution. Like they, <laughs> they're going, we're like, we're like going against the grain. They're like the status quo. But I just feel like men, I'm always like, oh my God, watch your silly little people run around with their silly little like balls. Like reality TV is more important. But <laughs> the Matildas are, are the most important. So we're really proud of you girly pops. We should see if we can get someone on the podcast actually. Yeah, I would love to. Um, because just so you know, Sam. It'd be yeah. amazing to get Sam on. Um, but she's probably a bit busy. Um, Just so uh, you know, because you want, we want to think of um, how we can champion women's sport. AFLW, so AFL mm-hmm. Women's League, mm-hmm. it starts, season eight starts. Do you want to know when? Oh, my God. Do you reckon they have new intros? <laughs> Look, Real Housewives. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> It'll commence September 1st. Okay, so September 1st. Let's go Lions. <laughs> I'm going to go Pies. Come on, Len, who are you picking? Len. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. <laughs> we love AFL now. Lem, okay. okay? Uh, We're pies. sports people. Yeah, no. Swans? Uh, yeah. yeah, okay, you can do you can do swans if you really want swans. to. Swans. Sports. Sports. <laughs> no, but genuinely we will we will transport them. And we I think we should all try and support women in sport because it's such a fucking blatantly sexist thing as well. Like sexists love fucking yeah. bitching about this shit. They love pretending that they're fucking have an original thought by being like women can't fucking. It's it's like it's like their go to thing to speak about. It being like women don't deserve as much money because they don't bring as bigger audiences. Okay, eleven point one five million viewers. Yeah, like okay, the advertisers will get on board because the whole thing was like the advertisers won't pay as much because they aren't seen by as many people and da 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 da. Which like the logic, I understand that fucking logic. But the reason why we don't watch it is because there isn't enough funding put into women's sport. And the one time that funding was put into women's sport by having the World Cup in this country, it proved that it was the most successful sporting event ever in this country, except for Kathy Freeman. Mm. So let's go sports. It's also really exciting for the Matildas because now, genuinely, I know I was joking, but I actually think I want to start playing a sport. And if me at age 28 
is thinking, maybe I'll start playing a sport because I've been inspired by the Matildas. Imagine little girls. Yeah. Little kids. Mm. I want to just play sport now and sing everyone loves Matilda so much and I want to be in sport and be involved in more team things and social things. Isn't it exciting? Yeah, because mm. soccer also is the best game. <laughs> okay. Me getting I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I don't really have an opinion. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for once. Go Matildas. Yeah, go Matildas, 100%. And even like walking around and seeing people like in – I did my um Bonnie um Coogee walk and seeing people in their um in their windows had like go Matilda's like kids obviously written go yeah, yeah, so yeah. it is very cute it's so nice it's just yeah. so yeah randomly we have a safe environment now to watch sport but I'm sad that it's gone <laughs> I'm it was it was nice while it lasted but now it's going you know, back to feeling in threat of physical violence at the pub yeah <laughs> or watch cricket oh no I'd rather die no see cricket no, look I'll support I love women, cricket, women I'll support women in sport at cricket but I'm not staying for a four day fucking I love the four Test day match shit. and getting sunburnt having heat stroke. No, thank you. I will support in my own way the cricket. I love your girly pops, but like, no. A quick game is a good game. And cricket is not a quick game. But you know what? Go sports, etc. Um, all right. Au revoir. That's what to talk about. Next week we have a really exciting episode. So um, listen the fuck up, sluts. A listener production.